Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of the Fantasy Fellow Show. I'm your host, the Fellow KGB. Today, it is May 20th. Uh, it's about 6.30 p.m. Central Time. We're going to be going over the NFC East tonight. We're going to be starting with the Dallas Cowboys. I do have a link in the description below to get to this fantasy page or this team page on the fantasyfellowship.com. We're basically just going to review the depth chart. We'll talk about the draft class. We'll look at some of the free agents and the UDFAs that they brought. Basically, we're just trying to paint the picture for fantasy football in the Dallas Cowboys this season. I'm very excited about the Cowboys with getting Dak Prescott back. I did want to kind of just show you guys where people were last year. I was looking at the receivers because this is kind of interesting. I mean, you know, basically 75% of the season was with Andy Dalton last year, and you still get Amari Cooper, wide receiver 15, I believe, CeeDee Lamb. This is in PPR. CeeDee Lamb was wide receiver 24, and Michael Gallup was wide receiver 38. So, man, that's with like 70, 75% of Andy Dalton throwing them the football. So we should be very excited about the Cowboys offense. They got three really good wide receivers. They got, of course, Ezekiel Elliott, and we'll talk about Blake Jarwin at the tight end position. He missed last year with a torn ACL. Uh, but a lot of fun things happening here. I'm going to start looking at the uh, – let's look at the – We'll go, in, we'll go over their offseason additions here. So they added safety linebacker Keanu Neal, DeMonte Casey, J. Ron Kurse, and Jeremy Sprinkle from Washington. The guys that have left the team are Andy Dalton, Cam Irving, Alden Smith, Blake Bell, Chidobi Owuzi, and Xavier Wood. So nothing really too crazy in the offseason as far as people leaving or free agents coming to join the team. They still have Mike McCarthy as head coach. Kellen Moore stays as offensive coordinator. But Dan Quinn is a really solid defensive addition here. We'll see if he can kind of settle in and get this Cowboys defense turned around. And before we even like, address the offensive side of the ball, let's just look at this draft. And uh, just look, look at the positions that they drafted here. With their first pick, they get Micah Parsons from Penn State. They come back with a cornerback, number uh, seven cornerback taken in the draft, Kelvin Joseph. They also get Osa Odiga Huzua. I don't know how to say it correctly, but out of UCLA, the defensive tackle there. They also get a defensive end here in Chauncey Golson out of Iowa. I was really a fan of that pick. And then cornerback number 12, Nishan Wright. Another linebacker here, Jabril Cox. So their first six picks of the draft are all defense. They get two corners, a defensive tackle, a defensive end, and two linebackers. So you got to like the, the thinking here. We're going to you know just plug in the defense with some talent and see what happens. They need to improve that side of the ball if they want the offense to carry them. they got to have a little bit of a defense to help with that. So that was their Achilles heel last year was the defense. They did snag an offensive tackle here and another wide receiver, Simi Fihoko, out of Stanford. So I like that move quite a bit, too. Just another guy to add to the bottom of the bench. But let's take a look at this at this depth chart here. It's, it's pretty straightforward for fantasy football. Dak Prescott, we're going to love Dak Prescott. Let's look at his numbers from last year real quick. And again, I mean, we're talking uh, just another year with our guy, um, Amari Cooper. You get CeeDee Lamb year two, and then you're going to get... Uh, a really good Michael Gallup, who's in the final year of his contract. So we're not sure if Michael Gallup's going to be with the team in the future, but you get one more chance with the band all together here. Now in five games, it was almost five full games, uh, but he throws nine touchdowns, four interceptions. He even rushed for three touchdowns as well. Uh, but really good numbers here, really good fantasy numbers from Dak Prescott. He wasn't having the best game against New York to begin with. I think he left in the third quarter of that game. So this one, you could throw that game away and then just look at his numbers here. He puts up uh, 450 yards against Atlanta, 
Uh, he, he rushed for the three touchdowns in that game, 472 yards and three touchdowns against Seattle, and then 502 yards and four TDs against Cleveland. So this this could be a really nice season for Dak Prescott, assuming everything is going to be healthy and he's going to be good to go at the start of the season. Everything looks good from what I've seen. Um, so I'm I'm super bullish on Dak Prescott. I'm probably going to be drafting him as a potential top five quarterback this year. Uh, if he starts to fall, he's one of the first quarterbacks that I look for. Uh, when just, you know, kind of waiting a little bit. I don't always like to take the first quarterback off the board, but you can bet Dak Prescott's on my list. If he starts to fall a little bit too much, I will take that value all day. And uh, I guess his backups, Cooper Rush, Garrett Gilbert, Ben DiNucci, they're in trouble if Dak goes down. We'll worry about that if that happens. For running backs, you got to like Ezekiel Elliott and Tony Pollard. I thought Tony Pollard played really, really well last year. They do have the third string back, Rico Dowdle, who I think will make the team again. And then we'll see what happens with Siwo Alonilua here. And then uh, they got a couple of UDFAs here in Jaquan Hardy and Brendan Knox. Now looking at Ezekiel, let's look at Ezekiel Elliott's numbers from last year. Because, again, last year the numbers that the Dallas uh, – you know, running backs, receivers, tight ends all put up. That's their floor for this season. And you see Ezekiel Elliott, he still finished as RB9. Um, he only scored eight touchdowns last year. He failed to hit a thousand yards, uh, but still 52 catches, 338 yards, and two touchdowns. He, I mean, he was productive with what he got. Uh, it wasn't his best statistical season in pretty much every category, uh, but you can bet he's going to, he's going to bounce back. You can see it's his worst fantasy points per game of his career. Uh, you, the, the chances of him hitting in the top five again are, are really, really strong. So if you can get him in the late first round, I'm all aboard getting a, uh, Ezekiel Elliott as my first pick this year. If you're sitting in that 8, 9, 10, 11, 12 range, he falls to 12. That's a no-brainer. But uh, Ezekiel Elliott does belong in the first round this season. The offensive line is still uh, pretty much uh, what it was last year. So they still got Tyron Smith, Connor Williams, Tyler Badaz. Uh, Zach Martin and Lyle Collins here. So I, the, the starting five is this offense might be uh, position for position. This might be the most talented offense uh, in football this year with those receivers, the linemen, Zeke, Dak. And then we'll see about Blake Jarwin. I'm always a Blake Jarwin fan. So we'll talk about him in a sec. As far as Ezekiel Elliott, again, I think he's a late first rounder. You take him even as a mid first rounder. I think the question for me is like, do I take Chubb? Or do I take Ezekiel Elliott? That's kind of where the, the, the tears are falling for me there. Tony Pollard, he's just going to be a handcuff as it is right now. But if anything happens to Zeke, this could be a league winner. Because he showed last year in the couple games where he got a lot of opportunity, he put up some really nice plays, really nice numbers here. He did start scoring touchdowns. He's a really good pass catcher. He's kind of the guy that needs more work at the expensive Zeke, though, who they paid a lot of money. We'll see. But he's a, he's a very valuable handcuff. Maybe if you want to hold on to him with your last pick, I wouldn't reach for Tony Pollard. Maybe in best balls, that might make sense. Uh, but let's look at these wide receivers here. Amari Cooper, Michael Gallup, and C.D. Lamb. I'm probably going to have to move C.D. Lamb ahead of Michael Gallup here. I just think Michael Gallup's going to run more snaps. So that's typically how I do it. Who's going to be on the field the most? Um, so Cooper, Gallup, and C.D. Lamb, all three of these guys will be drafted uh, at some point this year and be used for your starting lineup. So Amari Cooper, I think he can be had in the third, sometimes the fourth round. CD Lamb, sometimes he sneaks into the third round, but I think he's a fourth or a fifth round pick. He had a really, really good rookie season. He showed a lot of nice things. And then Michael Gallup was kind of the one that got forgotten last year. I do think Gallup has wide receiver three potential this year. It might be a little bit maddening with the consistency. Um, man, I, I think you, you, you put Dak back on the field. 
Uh, Ezekiel Elliott is he's going to command some eyeballs in the backfield. And then now CeeDee Lamb has arrived. People are going to be a little bit more focused on CeeDee Lamb. So Michael Gallup might get some favorable one-on-ones on the outside, but we'll see. Either way, though, I'm, I'm taking Amari Cooper when I can, late third, early fourth. I'm hoping to get CeeDee Lamb mid-fourth, you know, to late fourth, sometimes fifth if he falls there. And then Michael Gallup's kind of just like a luxury pick, you know, like in the eighth or ninth round, where I think he's a good player to have on your bench uh, in case injuries or anything else happens to the Cowboys where they might need to throw him into a larger role. So I'm a big fan of all three of those guys. And again, I would rank them Cooper, Lamb, and Gallup, as I'm sure most people will. Now, the backups here, Cedric Wilson had a pretty good season last year in some spurts. Noah Brown should make the team. Here's uh, I should probably highlight Simi Fihoko and make him blue and tell you what round he was in. But Stephen Goudre, Aaron Parker, Malik Turner, a couple of UDFA guys. I'm expecting you know the top three here, Wilson, Brown, and Fihoko, the draft pick, to make the team as the top six. We'll see if they keep a seventh. Uh, but as far as the tight ends, Blake Jarwin was one of my favorite guys that I was drafting last year. And he gets uh, a torn ACL the first week. Uh, that was devastating. Um, I had a, I had a lot of hope for Blake Jarwin to have a top ten, top twelve season, and it it basically it did happen. It went to Dalton Schultz, uh, who I think finished maybe tenth or eleventh in PPR. Let me double check that actually because I'm curious now. Um, they they fed Schultz a lot of targets, and if you needed a tight end at some point, he was not a bad option off the waiver wire in PPR leagues. So yeah, he did finish uh, tight end number 10, 63 catches, 615 yards, and four TDs. Now, I just remember everyone last year kind of talking about, you know, there's too many mouths to feed there. They're not going to have a tight end that's capable of producing numbers. But Dalton Schultz got a lot of opportunity. He had 63 catches last year. And if Blake Jarwin's healthy and ready to go out of the gate, he's, he's stepping into a role that just gave uh, Dalton Schultz 63 catches. So I'm very bullish on Blake Jarwin. We talked about the offense being explosive and and pretty scary for defenses to have to scheme against. You have to worry about Zeke, Cooper, Gallup, and Lamb. That's going to leave Blake Jarwin probably with the easiest assignment for the defense. So I do like Blake Jarwin kind of a lot, especially as your tight end too. He's got a cheap ADP right now. You take a guy like, I don't know, you plug in a, a Logan Thomas or Noah Fant at the top of your – or the you know, as your tight end one, and then you come back with a Blake Jarwin, Jarwin round two and see what happens. So I, I'm definitely drafting pretty much anybody in bold on this Dallas team. I'm very excited, and I'm excited to see what this defense can can do with, with Dan Quinn there. Hopefully they get a little bit stronger. I think they're going to be much better uh, defending the pass, plugging in Calvin Joseph, uh, but there's going to be some bumps. This is going to be a young defense. They got a couple nice pieces already, but again, this is going to be a young defense. It might be a rocky start to start the year, but we'll see if they can grow and coach them up to be a, a much better team than last year. So that's going to do it, I think, for the Dallas Cowboys 2021 fantasy preview. I'm all in on on Prescott, Elliott, Cooper, Gallup, Lamb, and Blake Jarwin. So after if if anything happens to Dak, we're going to be looking at where we were last year. It does concern me a little bit that there is no primary, you know, like this is our backup, you know, they, they spent money on Andy Dalton last year, but I don't know if there's another guy for them to sign this year. So it's it's all in on Dak Prescott this year. I think it'd be a wise idea to draft a Cowboy or two if you can, if there's value there. And uh, just, just enjoy the, the NFC East competition. There's some soft defenses with the Giants and the Eagles. But that Washington defense is going to be nasty. So we'll see how that stacks up. But I don't know. That's going to do it for the Dallas Cowboys video. I'm going to move to the New York Giants next. If you want to check that one out, it, it should be probably in one of the, the side video options below. Otherwise, just click on the fellow KGB channel and check out the other videos. But thank you, guys. Have a good night. We'll see you in another video. Peace.